What's happening, everybody? This is Dan Goodman with another episode of the Business of Strength podcast. If you're brand new to the show, welcome. I know uh, if you've, you're a regular listener to the show, you've heard we've got our two-day annual Business of Strength two-day retreat this year in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona on September 28th and 29th. It's less than a month away. We've been working at a feverish pitch to make sure that not only the content and the presentations and the workshops are amazing, but that the actual experience is something super unique to the fitness business world. And uh, if you're going to be, if you're listening and attending, you should be extremely excited. And if you're somebody brand new or somebody that's been listening to shows and never been to an event, this is an event you want to be at. We still have a few seats left. You could find information to, um, to that event in the show notes, or you could shoot us an email at BOS at varsityhousegym.com. We'll get you all the information and make sure that um, it's right for you. So that event, it, it's it's going to be awesome. We've got, you know, some crazy sponsors, uh, you know, brands that we've, you know, been supporters of and, and, and now are aligning with for, you know, this joint venture opportunity. Elite, Elite FTS is going to be there. Power Athletes going to be there. Simmons Media, Anchor. I mean, we've got some serious uh, sponsors and vendors that are going to be mixing it up with uh, the, uh, the fitness professionals that will be in attendance there. So hopefully you'll be one of them. But today, I, <clears throat> I was having a conversation with somebody that's going to be a guest speaker at the event. And I don't want to disclose who this person is because I don't want to steal their thunder uh, as they're going to be on the show and they're going to be presenting at the event. But I was talking to the person about their presentation and putting their deck together. And if they had any questions, just a, just a status call with the person. And, you know, they're part of our consulting group. And uh, we were talking about some other things too. And it was really like off the cuff where, I, I asked, I asked him, I said, so, you know, you've had a hundred percent growth year over year, two years in a row. Like that's, you know, by industry, that's not normal. You know, like what, what really, what's the catalyst for this, right? What is, what's really been the, what's been the launch point for this? And, um, the person was able to respond very fast and they said, you know, I looked at my, at my, I looked at my days, I, I audited my time and I thought about like what I wanted to be right in terms of a, a business owner or an entrepreneur and what type of business I wanted to create for not only the people that worked in that business, but for my family, uh, in terms of the time it could allocate me, the money it could allocate me and the ability for me to do other things. And I made a hard line in the sand uh, last year to say, you know, I'm changing jobs. And I wrote out on one piece of paper the jobs that I did in my business currently and the jobs that I will do in the upcoming year. And you know, every quarter, it was one thing that needed to be delegated or where I had to create a standard operating procedure for that one thing. And that one thing went to the next person. And the crazy thing is, is like for him, uh, they didn't necessarily have that one person ready or even on the team to delegate it to. It was just, 
it, it came from a realization that person needs to be here, right? That person needs to be here. But first, the lesson is first, you need to A, recognize what's needed, B, write the role that is needed, and then fill that role in. And that person might already be on, on your team as a trainer or as an administrator. Um, but making sure that, you know, people, if you, if you're listening to this and you have team members that are just coaches, right? I talked to a guy yesterday works in Boston. He's just a coach and he's like, I want to do more. And, you know, in a sense, it's like, you know, I don't really know what to do. And it's like, well, if you go to the owner and you're like, I want to do more, but I don't know what I want to do. All you're doing is creating more stress for that business owner. So I gave the person the advice of like, Hey, think about the things that that are some holes in this business that you wouldn't uh, mind improving and then go to that owner and say, Hey, these are some things that I see that I can do and take off your plate. Do you want to give it a shot for three months before you ask about like more compensation, things like that, like try to do those things, fill in the gaps and move on. But back to, um, <clears throat> back to the uh, presenters, um, uh, words that he had for me of, of changing jobs. I just thought it was, it was such a unique way to put it because you all go at the, the coach owner paradox, like everybody in strength and conditioning, mostly everybody starts off as a super passionate coach, all X's and O's 40, 50 training sessions a week. And then, you know, it, it starts to become a, a burn because you're trying to do uh, business work, you're trying to fit in, you know, personal life, family life. And it's just like, you can't manage it all. And in the beginning, that's fine. But when you hire an employee, you hire two, you have 125 clients, it becomes like this self-perpetuating thing. That's hard to get out of the day-to-day -day routine of, of what the job uh, started off as it's like hard to accept that your job is um, really becoming something else. And I know, you know, from personal experience, like it was super hard to let go of, you know, Dan Goodman at Varsity House Gym from 2016. My role in 2016 compared to 2023 is completely different. And it was really the hardest thing for me is like, I wish I had that, D distinct realization. I am getting a new job, right? It's hard to do that in a business that you own, right? But over a length of time, like, you know, I could take this case study, this person had the courage to say, I'm getting a new job. That new jobs just so happens to be within a business that I own, but I'm still self-employed, right? I'm still employed by this business. And um, that mindset shift Obviously, there's a lot of tactics that go into it, but that mindset shift really catapulted this person to a different stratosphere of business. And he offloaded specifically, you know, you're listening to this for tactics too. It was, he was doing 50 coaching hours a week and all that happened, he went from 50 to 25 and he replaced those other 25 hours with leadership. So being prepared for meetings with the coaches he had, this is a business with two other coaches. Okay. Um, two partners, husband, wife, two coaches at the time. So more prepared for leadership, 
meetings and measuring the same thing for 52 weeks in a row and uh, and the peop- other people on the team understanding those metrics. The second thing was sales volume, was speed to lead and having the capacity of time to reach out thoroughly to people that wanted their services. And lastly was actually not only having a plan of, to market, like a 12-month calendar, but actually having assets for marketing done before the month started. So that once the month started, if leads were low, you could ratchet up the volume of what you had planned. Let's say you had two emails a week planned and seven social posts. Well, if leads are low, well, it's it's easy to ratchet up a theme as opposed to trying to create a theme, creating the assets due to the lack of leads, right? So those are the three things that this person did. Uh, Leadership, being prepared for meetings and actually having set meetings. Two, created capacity for sales process. And three, had a 12-month marketing plan with assets done, right, prior to the month starting so that based on need, they could fire up more or less depending on demand in the business. And it might sound like, oh my gosh, I can't do that, this and that. And it's like, did it require some things on like scheduling for their coaches? 100%. Uh, Did it require maybe something to happen on their client life cycle, like trimming things down or consolidating some things? Yes. Like, did it take him offloading some privates and turning them into small groups 100%. Did this person potentially lose a few dollars in the first couple of weeks or first month? Yes. But the long-term realization a year later is that they grew over 100% with a reallocation of time. And the start of it all was this person saying, I am going to become the CEO of this business. I am no longer the director of training and the primary coach that everybody wants to train and train with in this building. And that was the headspace that this person was in. So if you're a coach listening to this um, and you want to grow a business, right? Like a business that that can thrive in multiple uh, different ways without you, then that's going to be what's required, right? You Can you coach? Definitely. This person still coaches 12, 14 coaching hours per week. And the challenge at the end of the call was like, hey, how do you go from 12 to 14 or 15 to eight? And and have the same impact with eight that you do at 15 right now. So you could reallocate that time once again. So we can grow by another 100% in the upcoming year, which is the goal. And, um, you know, just to, to be able to finish this conversation um, and, and leave you with something. It, it's, I was listening to a show yesterday. Um, I always listen to, uh, to Vince Gabriel's show, uh, great podcast. Uh, and Vince is somebody that we've worked with for a long time. And he gave the example of creating a standard operating procedure, similar to that of like, if you are, if you're a business owner and you're leaving for vacation or you're a parent and you're leaving for vacation, it's like, no matter what you do to your schedule, like you, you get to that last day before leaving and you're in a frenzy, right? You're, you're, you're at the gym late. You're putting together 
you know, uh, lists, phone numbers, how things are done, what, you know, how we respond to a lead, what time the dog eats, the emergency contact for the plumber in case anything. I mean, you know, you have things popping in your head uh, that you would never think on a normal day. You have to put yourself in that headspace when you are changing jobs within the context of your building. And if you are beyond just being a self-employed solopreneur, and again, being if you say, hey, I want to just train people 20 hours a week in a small space and that's it, that's awesome, right? That's great. But if you if you wanted more than that, you have to have standard operating procedures and put yourself in the place that, hey, you're going on a honeymoon for 10 days, two weeks. The gym should be able to market the gym should be able to sell new clients. The gym should be able to process contracts and cancellations. The gym should be able to uh, not only just read a workout from the board, but actually put training plans, co cohesive and coherent training plans together. And somebody should have access to buy things that are needed. Like you need toilet paper. Somebody besides you should have the ability to do it. You need to write a check to somebody. There should be somebody else that has the ability to do it, right? Like there are ways to protect your, you know, sensitive information. It's like, we have to have a one page document on all these things that can, can take something from start to finish without you being there. I'm not saying you, you shouldn't be owning responsibility of any of these roles or anything like that, but I thought it was a really good example. Um, I have a vacation coming up uh, for, it's going to be the longest I've been out of the gyms um, in, a, in a long time, maybe ever. Because part of the, I, I'll tell you, on the first half is we got the uh, the SYP retreat in, um, in Arizona. So I'll be there for four, two days lead up, two days while I'm there. And then the family's coming out. We're staying there for a week. So it's a long time out. And I'm sitting here 15 years in tightening up standard operating procedures and being, which will enable us to delegate more, which will enable the A players on our team to have even more fulfillment and autonomy within their roles. Cause I won't be meddling in them as the integrator or the CEO of this business. So, um, you know, circling back to the start, uh, the mindset shift of of this business owner that they were changing jobs, right? I am going from a personal trainer and the and the lead personal trainer and the lead coach in this building to a uh, a person that creates everyday sales opportunity for my business, creates career trajectory for the employees that we have in this business. And I am a leader for the, for every single person that walks in this, walks in this business. And the way that I could lead is through uh, my messaging, through my emails, through my social, through public speaking engagements, uh, through meeting and um, through meetings and training my employees in terms of how we want them to conduct themselves during a sales call, answering the phone on the training floor. And uh, this person committed to that over the course, it didn't happen overnight, 
but you you see their development in the last year has led to a 100% growth, but it started with making the decision, I'm changing jobs, this is what I do now, this is what I hope to do in a year, gave himself that aiming point, that North Star, and uh, in uh, 25 days here, he's going to give a uh, an hour lecture on on the tactical things that he did to actually make that happen. So um, appreciate you listening today. And uh, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out BOS at varsityhousegym.com. And remember, there's still a couple seats for Arizona. And uh, if you want one, you want to grab one, hit the show notes and uh, hope to see you there. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace out. 